Welcome to Live Healthy Now with Nicola Mercer, a weekly show helping you get clear on the power of building sustainable, healthy habits to live the happy, strong life you are craving. It's time to stop waiting for happiness and burning yourself out trying to reach it. Each week we'll share insights into the world of health and well-being to help you learn which habits are the right ones for you without the overwhelm and confusion you feel right now. It's time to strip back and lay out the truth about why taking better care of yourself is the answer to the happy life you're striving so hard to create. Hi, today I'm bringing you a conversation which I guarantee will inspire you. Sometimes in the podcast I bring you experts in specific fields of health and well-being or they're people who support others to change their lives, to live better, happier lives. But today's guest isn't someone who's one of those experts, although as you're going to hear, she's definitely got a lot of expertise. Sarah Jane is a gorgeous lady who I've known a few months and shares a lot of her life on social media. However, she didn't share that things weren't going so well for her, not right at the start anyway. Um, Sarah Jane felt lost and stuck and like she was on the wrong path. And as some of you might associate with, and I know I do, when you're in a place like this, sometimes you think staying on that path is the only option, that it's too hard to change anything. Because change doesn't just feel scary, it can feel very much out of reach. And a lot of people focus on all of the practical things that would have to change and what's going to be impacted and all of the upheaval. And then you think, I can't do it. I need to just stay as I am. So this is a real story that Sarah Jane's going to share. And I know you're definitely going to connect with it and get a lot from the conversation. So welcome to the podcast, Sarah Jane. No, thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here. (laughs) Yeah. And this is your podcast debut as well, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, I've never done a podcast before, so it's a first for me, um, so really excited. (laughs) Brilliant. So to kick us off then, tell me a little bit about a healthy habit you've got that makes a big difference to how you feel each day. Honestly, um, it's quite a new healthy habit, but one I am really loving um, is my five-minute journal on a morning and an evening. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly... I am quite naturally a positive person anyway, but sometimes I struggle to be a bit more mindful and be a bit more present in day-to-day life. So I got this five-minute journal and honestly, it's it really does make a difference to like your mindset, being a little bit more being a little bit more kind to yourself, being a bit more grateful for what you have. Um, and it is literally like five minutes. It takes like two minutes on a morning and then you do like a little reflection section on the evening. And I think I've done it. It's approaching two weeks now every single day. And it's just something little, but it makes such a difference. Mm. Oh, I love that. And I've seen yeah. you talking about it on Instagram and showing mm-hmm. what the journal looks like and you know people get so much from journaling it is such a powerful tool to offload to empty your yeah. mind because one of the best things we can all do for our health and well-being is to be more present which can be really yeah. hard when we're so busy every day so I love that you've kicked us off with yeah, a little insight into how your new journaling's helping you to feel better. 
So I want to kind of go back to how life yeah. used to be for you a few years ago. And yeah, tell me a bit about how it was, what you used to do and and, and how you felt, you know, before you, you changed your life. Well, just tapping into what you said there about, I don't think I was very present and I don't think I had maybe a lot of healthy habits. Um, and I definitely didn't prioritise maybe my wellbeing. I I lived my life at literally 100 miles an hour. Um, any of my friends, all my friends used to say, God, we need to book in advance to see you. Like, you're always busy. Like, you're always doing something. And I look back now and I am I honestly do not know how I live my life like that. And, and what I mean by that is, you know... Um, I I used to go to bed at like 12 and then like wake up at like half five, six to like start my day. So I didn't get enough sleep. Um, I probably wasn't prioritising, you know, like work working out and taking time for me is like really good for my brain. I definitely wasn't doing that. I, I used to just keep myself busy with work, um, keep myself busy with like my Instagram and doing my online stuff. Uh, I kept busy with seeing people and family every evening, have a plan. Like, I never had any downtime. Like, I literally used to live my life it like, a million miles an hour. And then, and then I guess, you know, like, COVID and lockdown happened and it actually really forced me t- to slow down for a change because you couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't do anything. Yeah. And and that's what it was like for so many people. I think they started to reassess oh, yeah. their lives, didn't they? Because certainly for me, I was in a similar position in that I knew I was so busy and I was stressed and I was unhappy. But then when I was forced into home working and not having to leave the house, I realised why I felt as poorly, if you like, as I did, as low mm-hmm. as what I did, because... I used to travel most weeks from Newcastle to London. I'd go to Liverpool and I was usually away, you know, a night, maybe three nights a week. And when I was then at home every day, I thought, oh, my God, I'm doing, because I had to work the whole way through COVID. I'm doing this really busy job. But I used to do this really busy job the same and have to travel and sit on a train, sit in a car yeah. for seven hours a day and then come home and then be a mom and and you know do everything I did in the house so when COVID hit and you had more time for you was it quite clear or was it a, like a, a journey to realise and actually I don't want to go back to how things used to be? I think for me um, I was so busy that I almost distracted myself I almost distracted myself so much from was I unhappy and what was I actually unhappy about? Um, I think I just totally kept myself busy. I think at the back of my mind, I always knew that I kind of wasn't living the life that I wanted, but I just kept going. It was just like, I just kept myself busy, kept myself ticking away. And then when COVID hit and I had to like stop and literally take a breather and be like, oh, slow down. I think the slowing down kind of took the blindfold off and it made me actually realise that I was sort of really unhappy and I wasn't living the, the life that I wanted. Um, 
and so and and I, and I guess I didn't actually know the solution during COVID. I, I didn't know what I actually needed to change. Um, it took me quite a while to figure out what I needed to do. Um, and as we were coming out of COVID, I guess it, it made me realise that, you know what it is, like, life's too short. I'm not happy with the way things are. I was approaching 30, which was, you know, the the big change of your life where it's supposed to be the most exciting chapter that you're going to live. And I was sort of thinking, right, I'm coming out, we're all coming out of COVID now. The world's going to come back to some sort of normal. I'm approaching 30. Do I want to live my 30s the way I've been living my 20s or my, my late 20s? absolutely not so what do I need to do about it and I just knew then and there like I I needed to make some big changes yeah and I think for a lot of people milestones like that not just age but I think other milestones in life can trigger those thoughts and make you reflect on where you are and whether it's where you want to be and I think it's quite a a Mm. sad thing that we wait until something like that comes along to prompt us to look at our life and and ask whether it's the way we want it to be and you know what when you kind of had that aha moment if you like that this isn't how I want things to be and something does have to change and as you said you didn't know what that was going to look like afterwards you just knew it wasn't or couldn't stay how it was right then like, how did you move forward? What did that feel like? Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I get a lot of questions around, you know, what was, did you make that decision dead quickly? Like, what, what was your process? And I think, I think for a long time, I thought, I, I thought I need, and I thought for a long time I needed to fix myself, which was actually really sad. Um, I was really unkind to myself. I thought, I know this is going to sound stupid, but I thought, oh, I need to lose a load of weight. I need to do a load of exercise. Like, I need to change myself physically. Like, I I don't know why, but I instantly thought, like, oh, I need to fix myself, which I know sounds, it sounds crazy now, but at the time, because I couldn't figure out the solution um, to the problem, I just instantly blamed me and... If I'm honest, it came to a part that actually I was just not in the right environment. I was not in the right relationship. Um, So I made the ultimate decision to leave both of those things and completely start again before I was 30. And don't get me wrong, it was so scary, but it was where I am now. It was the, the best decision I ever did for myself. Mm. And, you know, I mentioned a lot of people stay where they are and stay in that stuck place because they're so scared of the practicalities of what's going to happen when you do change that thing. I know certainly for me, when I ended my marriage, you know, we'd potentially ended it many times before, but there was just this massive figure of, well, I've got this home and then there's the money and my daughter and extended family and things that you shared even though you didn't really like each other and get oh you know there was just so many practicalities of well how will I go to work when I haven't got 
a husband at home to help with things or whatever. You know, all of those things come into play and quite often that's what you make your decision based on, isn't it? Rather than based on you and your values and what you want for yourself. And did you find that hard? Um, I think a lot of people who have like reached out to me and just what you said at the beginning there, I think it's really, I think it's really easy to stay in what's comfortable and what you know, because the the unknown is, is very scary. Um, but what's that saying where if you you step out your comfort zone, you, you tend to grow. It's like scary, but you, you, you grow. And, um, I think... I think a lot of people worry about what other people are going to say and I don't know like I I think I I think I was I wasn't worried so much about like what my friends and family thought because I think I kind of had an underlying feeling that they knew I wasn't happy um mm-hmm. and wasn't living like my best life um because when I did make the changes and kind of told them not anyone was overly surprised and a lot of them I had sort of two reactions I had some people who were um who were really upset and like kind of angry for me um and I was just like don't waste your anger like I'm gonna be living my best life like don't be upset for me and then I had other friends and family who were very much like oh my god like so proud of you like you've done something that not a lot of people would do and you know like you're making those changes and like like I say stepping out of your comfort zone um and doing something Mm. quite scary yeah and and I know we've chatted about this before so once you'd separated from your ex-partner and you made those changes and, and decisions to do your life differently without knowing which way that was going to go next there's kind of that messy middle bit where you are working that out and so much upheaval yeah. and you had to move back in with your parents and she said you were 30 and you're like oh my god this wasn't how I thought things were going to be at this stage of my life <laughs> but you said when we spoke before that you kind of then you know at that point and as you started to build things up again realized how much you'd been pulled down by not being happy which you couldn't see when you were actually living it at the time yeah Yeah. and and so you know you mentioned you didn't really have very many healthy habits like what kind of things did you start to go oh my god I've realized actually I felt like this and I felt like that so like um so yeah when I when I moved back it was I I think I spent so much time maybe doing things for like not filling up my own cup like with healthy habits and not making sure that you know like I was fulfilled um so when I did move back home um first and foremost like taking that time for myself like whether it was going to like hot yoga whether it was just a nice little pamper session getting back into reading um getting outside and doing my walks or doing some exercise like stuff that just allowed me to switch off and just focus on myself um and building those healthy habits I 
God, I, I, I actually um, found out, well, I didn't find out, but I, I sort of put, I sort of nurtured relationships that, you know, gave something back to me and like whether that was like family, friendships, I spent a lot of time with people who, you know, put their energy into me as much as I put it into them. Um, so I, I got to see a lot more friends and family um, and, and nurtured those relationships. I also, um, I feel like during that time in my life, like I learned a lot about myself. I also, um, I also did a bit of therapy because I just wanted to chat about things that I'd been through and I learned, I learned a lot about myself um, and it was, it was incredible. Um, so I, I changed, changed my life up quite a bit and just sort of focused on myself and filling up my cup for once. <laughs> I love that saying. Yeah, so powerful that. And how do you feel now mm-hmm. then? Because you've continued with a lot of those habits, you have embedded them into your life as habits, yeah. haven't you? I know you go out for your walks all of the time, you've moved somewhere so that you can be on the doorstep of nice places yeah. to get out in nature. So what has that done for your overall health and well being? Honestly, I I can't explain how, but first of all, I am so incredibly happy. Like I sometimes have to pinch myself because I I kind of live the life that I always dreamt about and always wanted. Um, and I know this is sound this sounds absolutely crazy, but like even just like having a beautiful place to go for a walk and like coming back home and you know having time to like cook and like do all that kind of stuff like um like I I guess like slowing my life right down and really enjoying the little things and living in the moment and being more present um like really just doing things that make me happy um like happiness is honestly like just so important and just like I feel like we do so much in life especially with um you know like just making sure that you like life is too short, so you really need to make sure you're spending your time, but like wisely, on things yeah. that make you happy. And and that's the key that and that's the difference, isn't it? You've come from somewhere where you were just I don't want to say surviving. I mean, I use that that I don't know if you'd be comfortable using that in in your circumstances and life situation, but. You were getting by, you were doing what you thought you did at that age, had a partner, you're progressing your relationship, you're working hard, building your career, but you just don't feel happy. And we're all here for one life. You know, some yeah. of us believe in, in different variations of that, but in this body, yeah. And then yeah. and then now you're in a place where that intentional living is what creates happiness. And I believe that's how happiness comes out. I think your health when you're in control of it means you can you can get clear on who you are and how you want to feel and make that happen for you I mean to be fair I actually I actually always say this um in my day-to-day I always say um I'm thriving not surviving um or I'll be Mm -hmm. like I am thriving (laughs) and surviving and so it's a funny thing that I do say um to be honest when I look back like I probably lived a really unhealthy life in a sense of I did run around a million miles an hour 
probably didn't eat the best in a sense of not that like I had takeaways every night, but like probably didn't fuel my body enough. I wasn't taking enough time for myself to make sure that like I was checking in with myself and making sure I was okay. Um, I definitely wasn't sleeping enough. Like some sometimes I would have five hours sleep and just live on that. Um, whereas now, I, I I do really try and like look after myself and fill up my cup. Um, making sure I sleep properly. I take a lot of time for myself. Um, I just just to make sure like my mental health's okay and to make sure that, like I say, I'm recharged. Um, I eat loads better. Like I eat a lot of wholesome food. I have a lot more time to cook now. I actually really quite. I'm not the best chef, but I do enjoy cooking. Um, and like like I say, I take a lot of time for myself just to zone out, recharge my soul, fill up my cup. Um, and yeah, just like like I say, overall happiness. I'm mm. probably like thriving a lot more than I than I was back then. So something I'm going to touch on is because I know we've spoke about this. Like your life isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody's life is perfect. So if you oh, listen no. thinking, oh, this is easy for Sarah Jane, she's been able to change it. She's young enough. She, you know, whatever you might have gone through your head and think she's got all this time for herself. I've heard you when we've spoken saying, I'm so busy. I have got stuff to do. But the difference from where you were at when you were so busy in the past was that you're choosing how to spend your time now, aren't you? Yeah. So you you are still yeah. busy, I'm a- and you've still got a full time job, and you run your business, and you're an influencer on social media, and you've got a partner, and you're planning a wedding, and you've got dogs, and so you've got a life that requires a lot of things <laughs> from you. On, yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's so how have you managed to shift from like the same twenty four hours a day, a lot you know same kind of busy mm-hmm. life and responsibilities to where you are now, but giving yourself that time you're talking about. Um, I guess it's all about like prioritizing, but also having boundaries. Like I think back then, I didn't really have boundaries, and I I think I also put too much pressure on myself to do too much. Like you literally have only a certain amount of time in the day, and I used to try and fit and squeeze so much stuff in, and the only person that didn't do so well out of that was me like if I was doing all of this stuff it was me that was suffering because I would not eat enough or I wouldn't get my exercise in which would then make me feel rubbish because I needed for my brain and to switch off or I wouldn't get enough sleep like it was only impacting me whereas now like literally I am decorating planning an engagement party planning a wedding like I I work full-time I do my Instagram like it's full-on but I would probably say I have way more time for all that stuff because I prioritise and I literally I can't do everything in, the, in in one day. So I might focus on, if I can do this one thing this week, I would be happy and, and vice versa. Um, and like, like I say, I also don't waste my time with things that are not going to be good for me and things I'm not happy about. Mm. Um, and if I need a few days just to be like, you know what it is, it's been a stressful week or this has happened and I, I need to chill I can just be like no I need any time for me and I'm just going to work on me whereas before Sarah was just like no that's not good enough and would make myself feel mm. guilty and I don't have that anymore I've got a much more like <laughs> healthier mindset around that sort of stuff 
Oh, you explained that so well. And, and the boundaries piece yeah. is so important. Boundaries for yourself. It's not, you know, yeah. about, oh, pushing this person out of my life or having to say no. It's it's coming from a starting point of you and what you need. And that's where you've got to, isn't it? As you say, you are really busy. Yeah. But now it's about prioritising things like that have the most return on value for how they're going to make yeah. you fail and and that's what I hear so much oh yeah some some of the clients that I've worked with are so stuck because and it's not just with clients you hear this with your friends and stuff as well don't you everybody wants to feel like they're living a great life and they think a great life comes from being as busy as active as on the go you know having little sleep pushing yourself to fit as many people into your life and day and then you just hit burnout and, and that's the risk. It's mm-hmm. not just burnout, but but severe unhappiness and potentially, you know, worse with your actual mental or physical health or both even. So, yeah, I love how you've explained that. And one of the things I've heard you talk about, which I'm interested in, is the manifestation bit, because you've, you know, oh. had a very successful yeah. reel. Yeah. And you've talked about how you've manifested you know, did you know about manifestation or was this you now looking back and thinking, actually, I got to a place that's led me now to have this new partner in new life? Um, I've always been the I've always been quite positive in like putting things out there. Um, I've always been quite positive and I get a lot of questions about this around like, well, how did you know it was out there? And, like, how did you know all of this stuff? And I guess, like, I didn't really. Like, I, when I was sort of, um, when I was thinking about, right, what does my next chapter look like? What do I want out of it? Um, And also, like, what do I deserve? Like, I, you know, like, I, I deserve other things that other people have as well. So when I was thinking about, chapter 30 I was like right I I want x y and z like I want my life to be like this when I want this certain things from a relationship I want this kind of things from my life um and when I started again I moved back to my mum and dad's I was like right this this is going to be the end goal and this is what I want I'm going to put it out in the universe like like when I when I said that like um, when I told my friends and my friends were some of them were quite upset um, about, you know, like, oh, I'm really sad for you. And I, and I was like, don't be sad for me. Like, I'm going to be living my best life. Like, you guys should be really happy because just let me work on it and it'll it'll all come together. Um, so I knew what I, like, wanted and what I was sort of, like, hoping for and, and aiming for. And then whilst that was sort of making its way to me, I just worked on myself like where I talked about like um the therapy um therapy the like working out working on like myself making sure I was happy nurturing those relationships so and I, and I, and I do believe in manifestation like um a, a, a lot of people reached out and they were like oh like I'm in a similar position but you know um it's just it's easier to stay like I, I don't I don't know like what if I end up alone and blah 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 and mm. like as much as much as I like, wanted these things and I put them into the universe I also kind of said to myself 
well, actually, what happens if I'm just alone for a bit? And my my answer to that was, I'll be absolutely okay because in my eyes, I'm mint and I'll be absolutely fine. Like, I can do loads of stuff myself and it's okay. So, so yeah, so I, I do strongly believe in, like, manifestation. I think if you mm. do put it out in the universe, the mm. universe has a way of bringing it back to you. But I also think as much as, like, I do believe in manifestation. It's also a mindset thing that, that that begins with you as well. Like you put it out there, but then your mindset is like, actually, those are the things I want. Those are the things I deserve. And I'm going to make sure that they come to me. Oh, 100%. And, and I've done a lot of work personally on this. I've done some coaching on myself. But yeah. It was the first thing that I did when I was made redundant. And I know we've chatted about our similarities in yeah. in this and that's why I wanted to bring you on the podcast because I was exactly the same I'd you know had a difficult marriage for a long time we'd separated quite a few years ago got back together like I say you know we we almost split on a few occasions and then when we did it was it was from a very different place because I didn't have that initial anxiety and panic over oh my god how am I going to pay the bills How's my daughter going to, you know, have parents in two places? How am I going to go to work when I'm on my own? I just stopped and said, what do I want? And what I wanted was to be happy. Yeah. And and that wasn't making me mm-hmm. happy. And so then, like you said, I didn't know what the future looked like, but I knew how I wanted it to feel. And that's when I got really comf- confident and, and assured. And I remember my dad, who actually went for a walk near where you live, and, and we were chatting and he said, are you sure this is what you want? You've just started your business and you've got your daughter. Da, 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 da. And I, and he said, he'll bring it up regularly and say, you were just so sure. You, were, you said, no, dad, I know yeah. what I want. And I don't care how much stress, how much hardship comes. This is the right thing for me. It's the right thing for Lois. I'm going to do this and it will make me happier. I don't know when I'll feel that happiness, but I will. And And like you, my life changed very quickly. And I truly believe it was the energy I had. And your mindset does have to be right because if you're saying, "Oh, I want to, yeah. I want to get a new job, I want to change career," and you're putting it out, but then inside you're going, "My oh, God, you're never going to get that job. Oh, why bother? They're going to get it ahead of you, or you know, yeah. those negative thoughts. That's not doing anything to manifest anything at all, except you know, make your life exactly as it is now. So yeah, you have to work on your mindset, and that's why." You've described it perfectly. It's like I could have paid you to do this, but I haven't. You know, you've got to take care of yourself no. and build strong health, haven't you? Because then, then you build that mindset which can manifest what you want. No, and I, and I think um, especially a lot of the people who have reached out to me, they're I think they're before they put their happiness first, they sometimes worry about. Well, you know, like. I've, I've got a house with this person, like, what am I going to do? Like, we, we've got X, Y, and Z. What, what, what's, like, people going to think? What's his family going to think? What's, like, my family going to think? And, like, I, I always kind of see it. Like, first of all, things like houses and stuff can be resolved. Like, it's it's an object. Like, um, things like that can, can be sorted out. And also when people have said, like, you know, like, um, what's, what's their, like, like family going to think or what's my friends and stuff going to think in the nicest way possible? Like, you are not the main character of everybody's story. Um, so as much as 
you might care about their opinion at the time, you've got to focus on your own happiness because you're the main character of your story. And like I say, I I guarantee in like a couple of months, not that nobody's going to care, but like it'll, it'll be all over and people will see how happy you are and they'll be like, oh my God, that's the best decision you ever did. Yeah, yeah I so love that. So you've got character. to put yourself yeah. first. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, I think you have that, the main character uh, energy. Yeah, to, to make, you know, kind of, I don't know, make people think about this even bigger. It's a bit profound, but, you know, when you think about the end of your life, who's going to care except you? You know, who's going to care what exactly. you did? And, yeah, and, and and I think it's just, as you touched on earlier, the fear, the comfort. I actually did a post about this today, you know, how people just stay where they are because as humans, we've evolved to be comfortable, but that's not what we, we were yeah. designed to be. And that's why when we do step into the discomfort we thrive we grow we change adapt and we can you know yeah we can advance ourselves so I love that um so yeah I really have enjoyed hearing more about your story and and helping you to share it because I know you've had a lot of interest and the reason why she's had a lot of interest is because um Sarah Jane has a very big Instagram platform you connect with lots of your um your Instagram as you call them and and you've shared that Instagram quite recently yeah <laughs> some of some of what you've been through but you hadn't always shared that and now you've you've been able to help a lot of people as you said lots of people are reaching out because so many people unfortunately are really stuck and unhappy and and know that they're not their best selves <laughs> You know what it is? It actually shocked me because so when I was when I was kind of when I moved back home and I was going through this like working on me, um, I, I it was it was weird. Like I'm I'm really really open on my on my Instagram. Like I, I chat probably a little bit too much, um, but I I just couldn't tell people what I was going through. Like I don't I don't know why. Um, and I had I had a number of people like reach out and be like, oh like have you moved house? Have you decorated? And I just couldn't bring myself to tell people what I was going through because I was actually just going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, so like, so when, you know, like I, uh, when I moved out with mum and dad's, um, I bought a house um, with, with my, my fiancé and I, I literally just wanted to do like a reel. Just for me, it was sort of like, right, I want to close that chapter and I'm starting a new one and... I literally did like I think it was like a one minute video um of just like like this is what happened um and I honestly did not expect the reaction it got and the amount of comments and women who have reached out to me who were you know they either going through it and they they needed that little boost of hope or no nice to know that like somebody's out there that's gone through the same thing Mm -hmm. um so people who are currently going through it people who are thinking about going through it and like they they just want to know it was it's going to be all right um it honestly blew my mind at how many people like it actually happens to because like when Mm. when you're going through it yourself like like I say like I was I was 30 and you know it's like sort of quite stereotypical that like you've got to have your stuff together by that age and you've got to be in a certain place in your life and I literally wasn't I was starting again completely um 
but it was it was it was quite nice the community that, that that's on that post. Um, there's there's loads of people in the comments that are messaging me, but they're messaging each other. And honestly, it was I didn't expect it to be what it was, but it was it it just was really nice. It's a, it's a really nice place for people. Oh, that's good. And and yeah, it, there's so many people who are stuck. You know. <laughs> The groups are full of them online, aren't there? People who are just seeking that magic cure, which there isn't. You, as you say, you are the main no. character in your story. You are the one that can, you know, write the next chapter. You've just got to get bold and strong. And, and you do that by taking care of yourself and knowing that you're worth living a great life and that you have everything you need mm-hmm. inside of you. Yeah. So if anyone would like to connect with you, let them know where they can find you. And I'll obviously pop it all in the show notes. And yeah, tell them a bit about what you do. Share then on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just at Sarah Jane Adams on Instagram. But um, no, if anyone wants to come over there. <laughs> yeah. Lots of, lots of fashion. More, more food coming. Definitely more food, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, um, so yeah, I do a lot of like lifestyle, fashion-y, beauty, food. Um, to, it's a very, very lovely community. Come and join the Instagram. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, well, thank you again for your time and for being so open and honest and sharing your story to help inspire others. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been like, lovely. Um, like I say, if anybody wants to connect and talk about anything like that, I am like an open book. So I could, I could chat all evening. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, well, that's a lovely offer. So yeah, make sure you connect and, and let Sarah Jane know if you've listened to the podcast, what you've taken away from it. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please remember to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. It would be really appreciated if you could leave a rating and review so other people can find us and build their own healthy, happy life. You can follow Life Now Coaching on all social media platforms and visit our website at lifenow.uk. Links are in the show description. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation and can't wait to see you again next week for more tips on living healthy and happy right now. Take care.